Inasmuch as God is a marvelous God, we are sure that his light is marvelous. And we marvel that into that marvelous light, we have been called out of darkness. So now we can walk in the light. We can walk in God's marvelous light. So let's get into it. God. Welcome to the Godly Pattern Podcast. We exist to champion your relationship and transformational journey so you can live a godly, fun, and free life. Tune in every Thursday and join our tribe of God lovers as we transform together. I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. I've fallen in love, oh, I love you. Hey, friends. Happy Transformational Thursday. It's Coach Lucci here, and my goal for today is to inspire you to choose to walk in the marvelous light, to dwell in God's marvelous light. But before we start, I want us to do a quick, fun faith action together. You can stand in front of a mirror or turn the camera on your phone over to you so you can see yourself as we make these declarations together. All right, let's go. I am loved by God. I am blessed by God. I am bold. I am beautiful. I am healed. I am whole. I am fruitful. I am joyful. I am peaceful. I conquer fear. I conquer delay. I conquer negative cycles and negative patterns. The chains are broken. I am free. So I walk in the marvelous light of God. And I walk in faith and dwell in love because I know who I am. Hallelujah. How do you feel? You know, this may seem repetitive, but trust me, it is working for a lot of people. It is affirming people to keep on with their journey of life. So I want to know how you feel. I really do. So please leave a comment or go on the Godly Pattern website and join the Godly Tribe to leave your feedback. As a love and transformational coach, I know that the beauty of life is when we can lift each other up as we go through the journey of life. Believing that God is faithful, He is true to His word, and He will give us the strength to overcome. You know, it is my desire to touch lives and see everyone walk in love, love with one another, love with your partner, love with your family, and of course, love of God and freedom in Christ. I'll be the first to say that I once was lost, bound and alone, but Jesus set me free. So I understand what it takes to be transformed, to love and be loved, and to live in God's freedom. 
With that said, I'd love to acknowledge all my listeners and Godly Tribe members. Y'all are amazing and y'all are the reason that I keep it going. If you're listening for the first time, please connect with me. I want us to keep learning, loving, and transforming together. Last week, the question we addressed was, what does showing mercy mean to you? I shared that mercy changes the lives of people who have made mistakes. And we who have received mercy freely can change the world around us by showing mercy to others. To this transformational Thursday, it is my desire to continue encouraging us on our transformational journey by speaking on topics that will help us triumph in our everyday life. When we walk in the light, life becomes free and good, and we operate in a clear conscience. God is the light, and to walk in the light is to bring our life into alignment with the Word of God so that the Word becomes our life, so that nothing that we do is in conflict with the Word of God. So my question to guide this episode is, are you walking in the marvelous light? So let's talk about it. I want to share a scripture that I hope will drive this transformative discussion further. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 is a verse that proclaims the Christian's identity. And we can focus on the part where it says that God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we are to be light. That's our identity as Christians and I'll just say as people. In the scripture, The word light carries a positive connotation and is often used to describe God and His children. Light symbolizes truth, righteousness, holiness, and good works. 1 John 1 verse 5 states that God is the light, which undoubtedly refers to His holy nature. Do we understand? that the Bible is a story of darkness and light? The history of the sinner saved by grace is the story of darkness and light. God's grace finds the sinner, where the first chapter of the Bible finds the earth in darkness and chaos. Let me read the book of Genesis chapter 1 from verse 3 to 5 and chapter 1 verse 16. And it says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from darkness. And God called the light day. And darkness he called night. 
and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. We need to remember that God's initial call on his people was to establish them as a nation of priests. The people of God from the beginning were meant to be a city on a hill, a shining light in darkness, champions for the faith. This is what it meant to be a holy nation then, and it's what it means to be a holy people now. We are to be people who love those who don't know Christ with everything we have and everything we are. We are called to be a royal priesthood. We are called to reign and to rule in God's marvelous light. You know, the first day of the Christian is the day that God speaks light into their soul. I love the scripture in Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 18 to 19. In the message translation, it says, The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. But the road of wrongdoing gets darker and darker. Travelers can't see a thing. They fall flat on their faces. Oh, this is so good. You know, when you're in deep darkness, you cannot see a thing, right? And you could very well fall flat on your face. This is why we need to be in the light. We need to be in God's marvelous light. God calls every child of his out of darkness out of a life dominated by sin and evil and he calls us into his marvelous light. A life without Christ is governed by actions contrary to God's ways. This darkness can be subtle or overt, but it is there. It is easier to recognize evil in a murder than in an unbelieving churchgoer. Let me repeat that. It is easier to recognize evil in a murderer than in an unbelieving churchgoer. But ultimately, we all have sinned, according to Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Every human being possesses a nature that is inclined to oppose God's moral law and embrace darkness instead of light. We even rebel against man-made laws that reflect justice and goodness. The sinfulness of humanity is evident, and the more we yield to our sin nature, the more enslaved we become to it. Sin is an addiction that requires divine intervention. Let me say that again. Sin is an addiction that requires divine intervention. The book of John chapter 3 from verse 19 to 21 presents Jesus as bringing God's marvelous light into the world and indicts the sinful world for rejecting his light. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light 
and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Through his life, death and resurrection, Christ broke the hold that sin has over everyone who places his or her trust in him. We are set free from the dominion of sin and enter into the marvelous light of God. As his truth, justice, and love become evident, we realize that to live for God is to walk in the light. The change the Lord makes in our lives is radical. I know this firsthand. That change is radical. I messed around and fell in love with Jesus and He changed my life around. And now, I'm on a transformational journey and bringing other people with me. That is a miracle in and in itself. That is the truth. That is the miracle of walking in the marvelous light of God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 it says, You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. God's marvelous light encompasses His truth, His ways, and even His kingdom. In Colossians Chapter 1 from verse 13 to 14, it says, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. This is so powerful. Jesus purchased our freedom and he forgave our sins. In response, we are called to proclaim the excellencies of God as instructed to us in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 8. We are to show others the goodness of God, demonstrated through both words and actions. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. The best explanation of the light is written in Psalm 119 verse 105. It says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word is the light. And to walk in the light is to bring our life into alignment with the Word of God. That the Word becomes our life. That nothing we do is in conflict with the Word of God. Let me repeat that. That nothing we do is in conflict with the Word of God. 1 John chapter 1 from verse 5 to 6 says, this is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Darkness is sin, the light is truth, 
And I'll tell you this, the light shows where there is still sin in our flesh. Our job then is to love the truth, to acknowledge that there is sin in our life that needs to be cleansed out. Then the word of God comes to us with the way that it should be and we choose God's word over our own desire in the time of temptation. And do you know what happens? The word becomes life in us. For example, maybe I hear that someone has been speaking badly about me. My immediate reaction is to be hurt, angry, and offended. But then the light may come and show me that it's actually my own pride and ego that's causing this reaction, regardless of whether what they are saying about me is true or not. The truth is that my reaction comes from the sin in my own flesh. This word comes to me. Bless those who curse you. Matthew chapter 5 verse 44. And also, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And you can find this in James chapter 4 verse 6. These are some powerful scriptures that could help us stay in alignment even when the flesh wants to rise up to revenge or to retaliate or to just be unforgiven. Now, in this example, the light has shown me what is still darkness in me. My pride, self-righteousness, and maybe even honor-seeking. If I were completely free from this, that nothing anyone said about me could affect me at all. I have the choice in this situation to love the light and choose God's word or to continue in darkness. So this is my example, but how many people, even us as Christians, still choose pride, unforgiveness, self-righteousness, and the list goes on instead of choosing God's word? I think my next podcast episode should be centered around judgmental people. Now, to be fair, I am not trying to discount our immediate feelings when people offend us. I'm just trying to encourage us all to not allow those people or situations dim our light. When we are on an intentional journey to transform and walk in God's marvelous light, we choose God's word because as we choose God's word, We use it as a weapon against the sin that we struggle with. And we have the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses and refreshes us. This simply means that we acknowledge the truth, we hate the sin in our flesh, and we deny it. When you love the light, it shows you what still needs cleaning up in your life, big or small. Without the light, You are in darkness and just cannot see what a big mess is in your flesh and how you need to be transformed. Light is judgment from within. And when we, step by step, enter into the light and are willing to be lit up, yeah, I said that, lit up, we are transformed into the image of Jesus. Many people prefer the darkness because that means nothing is required of them. 
In the book of John chapter 3 from verse 19 to 21, it says, And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light, and does not come to the light lest his deeds be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, and his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Now what is the evil? It is simply the sin in our own life. The truth is, when you walk in the light, life becomes free and good. When you walk in the light, your conscience is clean and clear. When you walk in the light, you have fellowship with others. And when you are tempted, you choose God's word over your own lusts and desires. Galatians chapter 5 verse 24 says it best. And those who were Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Let me reiterate this. When you love the light, you seek for it to shine into every area of your life so that sin can be exposed. You become a child of the light. Please hear me. Where the light shines, new growth emerges. Love, joy, kindness, long-suffering, and all the fruits of the Spirit grow in the light. Let me highlight Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 again. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Let this sit with you for a bit. How great and marvelous is God's light as given to the world in the Lord Jesus Christ. In John chapter 8 verse 12 he said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Those who walk in the light are disciples of Jesus Christ. If we are true disciples, one who follow Jesus in the light, then the word of God will be our life. So I'll conclude by stating this. I cannot force my personal light on anyone else, whether they are a disciple themselves or not. The light I have received from God is exactly what is right for me, and only as much as I am able to bear at a time. I cannot judge others according to my own light. Only God knows people's heart and can judge righteously. So I just want to thank God for the person listening to this episode right now. I pray that you will desire to walk in God's marvelous light. I pray that you shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I pray today for the grace to be guided by the Holy Spirit as you continue to make decisions that strengthen your body, soul, and spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I hope you learned something from this episode today. And I believe that you did not stumble on this podcast by mistake. So as you go through your day, please process this information and feel free to send in your questions, concerns, prayer requests. Most importantly, I want you to be intentional about doing life with God so you can live in His freedom and be aligned with His purpose and promises for your life. Don't forget to prioritize your mental and emotional well-being. Walk in audacious faith. Be obedient to God's word and walk in God's marvelous light. Just do your best and leave the rest for God. He got you and He will come through for you. I truly believe that together we stand and divided we fall. So I'm eager to help. I'm eager to know your thoughts and to help you navigate your journey. So be sure to send your questions in and subscribe to the Godly Pattern Podcast YouTube channel and come join me on Faith Talks with Coach Lucci as soon as it premieres. I'm so excited for us to dig deep into your questions together. So do you need a coach or just someone to listen to you? Our godly coaches are here for you to serve you and help you on all things love and transformation. Just remember to love God, live free, and have fun while doing it. Thank you for tuning into the Godly Pattern Podcast today. I hope something from today's discussion touched your heart in a unique way. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and send in your questions by going to www.godlypattern.com and join the Godly Tribe. Now, my dear friends, remember whose you are according to the Word of God in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. So until next time, go conquer and dominate in love and light.